All right, hello again. It is day 11 of 100 in this 100 days of Enneagram project. And today, type eights are up in our series of reflections on this COVID-19 reality that we all find ourselves in. And in full disclosure, I've been putting this off today um, because I'm tired and, and other things, but my, my type eight dad has always told me um, if you spent half the time worrying about doing the thing, just doing the thing, then the thing would already be done. So this is me doing the thing. And here we go. To type eights, I would say, no one can control this virus and you are not invincible. So what are the practical, reasonable ways you can protect yourself and your loved ones? And are you finding ways to keep your body active even if you are staying at home right now? All right, so no one can control the virus and you're not invincible. And when I wrote that the first time, I immediately worried that it was too direct and then I remembered who I was talking to. And I was like, nope, that is what I feel it's important to say. And that is what eights would want me to say, I think. So, and I think it's a necessary starting point because there is this kind of default of invincibility or default of I'm strong enough to handle this um, that eights take. That's just kind of the position that is most natural. So I think step one in something as, um, as big as this and as viral as this is just to get real about what we're dealing with. And you're naturally going to take action as eights and get control over what you can. Um, and so that's great. That That is going to be the first response, and that's often going to be appropriate in this circumstance. But there's so much outside of any one individual's control right now. Um, you can't control if other people are not following guidelines and therefore endangering others. You can't control the response of governments and businesses and et cetera in response to this. And with eights being kind of inherently justice-oriented, or at least aware of what's fair and logical, and putting um, a high value on that, there can be a lot of anger right now about leadership that is not responding to this with an interest in protecting people, or is not responding to this in clearly logical, coherent ways, um, and and that that is a is especially affecting those who are already most vulnerable. And that anger is largely justified and valid. So if, if that can be a fuel for some sort of action in response to it, um, that'll be better than just kind of letting the anger kind of burn as, as a fire with no direction. But also... Um, I think equally important to remind our eights, um, the whole world is not yours to save or protect. Um, you do what you can and you let that be enough. And I know that that um, can be very difficult when you have such high capacity and such high awareness of what's needed. But um, there is there are things that are yours to do and there are things that are not. And so... The whole world is not yours to save, but I bet there is something that is yours to do or to protect uh, right now. And if that can be the focus, that would be particularly healthy at this point. 
Also, we know, um, we know for eights that anger might be the most easily accessible emotion, or at least intense forms of, of emotion are going to be the most easily accessed. And even if that's righteous anger, as it often will be, I think of a worthy question is what's below that? What's below the intensity? And between those strong reactions that you may more readily access, what are the softer feelings that you may be overlooking or avoiding? And how can you tap into those at this time? I think we're all having to come to terms to some degree with how vulnerable we are. And that's part of the great work for eights is to recognize that strength is not just this kind of physical conquering strength, but that there actually is a real strength in tapping into your vulnerability and to relating to others um, from that place. So, so yeah, how can you tap into that softer side? What practices, what conversations, what um, more contemplative resources, maybe reading or, or spiritual practices or routines can help you slow down and soften up a bit at this time. And finally, I mean, the eights are in this body or gut triad, and they're the first number in that triad. And so there's just this um, there's this bodily energy and physiological vitality in eights. There's this direct connection to their body and energy that needs to keep moving. So it's not natural um, for eights to be too sedentary for too long. So if you are staying at home, how can you be keeping physically active? Um, what does that look like for you is a, is a question to, to be asking. And on the flip side of that, how are you resting when you're able to? A lot of times we, we talk about eights having these two speeds, you know, 100% or asleep. And um, the more of, of one, the more you're going to balance it out with the other. And so how can, how can you stay active? Yes, because that's important. But how can you rest uh, perhaps more than you are accustomed to if you are lucky enough to be able to do that? I think I am going to leave it at that. But to close, I'll say one more time. No one can control this virus, and you are not invincible. So what are the practical, reasonable ways you can protect yourself and your loved ones? And are you finding ways to keep your body active, even if you are staying at home right now? Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow for Type 9. <laughs>